0: Hello! Welcome back to the place where we are, which is where you are, but not really, because if you were here, my apartment would be very, very cramped and a little bit smelly. That's not a slight on you. I have overactive pheromones. This is Hack the Dino Gaming Cast, where we bring you the past, present, and future of video games news, previews, and uh, I was going to say excitement, but I forgot my own <laughs> catchphrase now. You distracted me, Zach. <laughs> jolly laugh you can hear is that of Zach Sabbath joining us at the table once again. Zach, welcome back. Oh, overpowered pheromones, let's go. <laughs> Should that be my new in-ring persona? Oh, please. That, that's my finisher, the overpowered oh, pheromone. That's great. I just lift my armpit and sort of like squirt oh. moisture. Hey, Ben Zach. Fantastic, mate. Fantastic. Thanks for having me back. Oh, thank you for coming. I was saying only before that um, you, you probably... Well, not only the first person I go to when one of the members of the Dino Cast can't make it, <laughs> but also probably have more charisma than all the Dino Cast put together. Maybe not Floppy.
1: No, Floppy's a gift. He Flop- is. Floppy's a
0: freak. Um, speaking of Dino Cast, live chat, I want you to guess now, type away there, who's running the show tonight? Is it Floppy behind the computer? Is it Anto behind the computer? Is it Braden behind the computer? Is it. Jazz behind the computer, or is it some unknown... Fo- I, I will say the WWE is in Australia at the moment, so we don't know. Could be Cody Rhodes there. Um, who's it going to be? Ooh. Is it... Ooh. Okay, we got Mike Boomer. No, Mike Boomer is um, at a WWE tryout. Uh, Kojima, close. It could be Kojima. Uh, yes you're right Dylan the villain it could literally be anyone Zach do you have any idea who it could be I've I've put them behind the curtain I have
1: absolutely no idea I'm going to be as shocked as everybody else
0: okay here we go Uh, Michael yeah you're right it's me I've cloned (laughs) myself I'm there doing it all that's a terrible terrible image two (laughs) bends I wish that upon no one a curse upon the earth the scourge I wish that on no one (laughs) okay here we go mystery person Will you please reveal yourself that way? Re- reveal yourself. There he hey! is, Anto. Hello, everyone. Anto's back. It's me again. I, it's so like anticlimactic
2: considering all the build up, but yeah, uh, anticlimactic. Yes!
0: <laughs> but that more than wakes up for it, Anto. So, Hello. what have you been doing?
2: Yeah, good. Um, I've been doing what I do best, which is platinuming extremely hard video
1: games. Yeah. <laughs> Take uh, yes Bloodborne. What, you what? What'd you
0: platinum? Bloodborne. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Give him the list. What have you platinumed out of those games?
2: Uh, out of the Souls games, I've done Souls One, Souls Two, Bloodborne, Elden Ring, and I'm working on Souls Three, and I'll do Demon Souls when I've done the rest. Do you just hate your life, or <laughs> no? They're just not really very hard games.
1: Oh. <laughs> Look, I enjoy. Like, I've played through three. Um, I got I. Tilted off the planet with Elden Ring, trying to catch the main sum, the best summon. I can't remember its name. A uh, little shroudy thing, immune to pretty much my entire build. It just tilted me off the planet. You probably know who it is.
2: Uh, it's Jeff. It's, it's an, yeah, Jeff. It's an assassin, <laughs> Jeff man. Yeah, I know which one you mean. It's the black something assassin. Yes, I can't remember that's what it. It's called.
1: Best summon in the game, right? And I had a full dragon, uh, uh, dragon plague build, which it was completely <laughs> immune to. Yep. So I had to cheese it after multiple, multiple, multiple attempts and end up pulling my beard hair out and I'm um, uninstalled. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still salty. <laughs> yeah, still salty. <laughs> beat Bloodborne as well. Great. They are great games. The, re- the feeling of satisfaction when you beat a boss.
2: Mm. Yeah, it's... it's. I've never done heroin, but I imagine the high you get from like beating a boss that you've been stuck on for hours is like that.
0: <laughs> Anto coming in hot. Wow. <laughs> Um, Zach, you mentioned that you get frustrated and you pull your beard hair out and everything. Yes. Where can people to go to watch you do that?
1: Ah, oh, find me on twitch.tv forward slash Zach underscore Sabbath, especially since I've been playing Overwatch 2 and that does the exact
0: same thing. And we'll play Fortnite one day when uh, my... Internet connection doesn't drop out when we're yes. just about to go on air and I'm going, I'm sorry, and I uninstall it and it won't reinstall and going, dude, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> was,
1: I still played Fortnite. I'm like, oh, this is
0: this is a time. <laughs> it would have been better a time. if Ben was here to uh, sink the ship. That's right. Uh, but what else is news, Zach? You, you've got a lot happening, happening coming uh, up, yes. going
1: on. Obviously, we've got uh, well, RCW has got a massive array of shows coming up. Um, Fringe Mania, exciting stuff for us. We've got four shows this year three nighttime shows and a daytime show. And I've found out I'm booked on
0: all of them. Oh, really? Yep. Every oh, my one. goodness. Are you working the next day?
1: Yep. Oh, no. Up at 4 a.m., baby. <laughs> oh, just don't sleep. Yep. I might as well just throw it in the bin at this point.
0: The shows, three of the shows start at like quarter past 11. <laughs> yep. And they go for an hour?
1: Yep. Yep.
0: Good. Uh, and then hour we have to half. pack.
1: Oh, uh, hour and a half. And then yeah. we have to
0: pack the ring down yes. afterwards.
1: Yes. It's going to be a time. It's going to be an exhausting four weeks. And then amongst all that, I have my first powerlifting competition uh, uh, sh- the week after Fringe.
0: And Now, you may not be able to see this at home because Zach's sitting down, but uh, take it from me as someone who sees Zach only once a month. He's freaking jacked, man. Like, just, just just, look at those shoulders. He's like, put on how much muscle you put on? I think you mean he's freaking zacked. <laughs> oh, look at you! Yeah, rip
1: Zach's back. Oh, that should be your new shirt. Zacked Sabbath. Zacked Sabbath. (laughs) How is... Sorry. How are you not broken? Oh, I am. I am. Every day is agony. (laughs) Don't be me. (laughs) Don't be wrestling. Make better life
0: decisions. (laughs) Um, So what what does a powerlifting comp include?
1: Uh, Well, it's only a novice competition. So it doesn't have weight classes yet. So this is like the introductory to the weight classes and the state and the nationals and all that other stuff. Uh, So you got your three big lifts, being bench, squat, and deadlift, and you train to get better at those lifts. So at the moment, my deadlift is 220, Mm -hmm. which has gone up by 20 kilos since last time I was on the
0: show. That's huge.
1: Uh, My bench is, I almost had 120, but I reckon I'm going to go for 120 on comp day. And my squat has improved in form, but unfortunately, it's still capped out at 180 kilos at the moment.
0: So 120 with the bench, how many reps do you have to do? Or is it just one? one? Just one, just one rep.
1: One massive rep, like with a soul crushing amount of weight.
0: Oh my goodness. I could never do it. I could never do it nah
1: I I enjoy it's something different it's the first time I've uh, gone to the gym for something that wasn't wrestling related so yeah it's been an interesting journey you could uh, follow the whole thing on my socials just look up Zach underscore Sabbath and you'll find me I was just about to say that in fact I'm going to put
0: it on the uh, Hack the Dino uh, website oh thank you I appreciate uh, that Zach's links on the Hack the Dino website so head on over to hackthedino.com where you can not only follow Zach's journey uh, as well as Zach's streaming but also all the stuff we do including Mm -hmm. my uh, super retro squad where I go out each weekend with. uh, Friend of the show, Julian Ghost Games, and we find retro stuff. I've been enjoying that content. You have seen it. Mm. It's very, uh, as Braden described it, as norish. Like all it is, I have my GoPro on, and we go around, and it's basically a a point, uh, a bird's eye view, point of view, not a bird's eye view, a point of view of what we find, and it's it's a fun time. I enjoy it, and you enjoy it too, because it's doing pretty well. Yeah, it's good.
1: I enjoy it. Um, Michael Towns, just to answer your question, yes. What Um, was Michael
0: Towns' question? Could you?
1: Uh, could you pick up Ben, hold him upside down, then shake him until his lunch money falls out? Yes, I could. I actually did that at the last uh, Ask It Up show. People were calling me small. They were telling me I've lost weight. My shred was lo- I was looking good in my shred, which sent me into a spasm. So I started picking up everybody and
0: squatting them. Um, that was Hater, right?
1: No, oh, th- uh, it was actually Party Guy.
0: Oh, re- oh, he should know better. So I picked up Party Amber by her
1: ankles and over my head. To assert dominance. Yes. They, uh, they ribbed one of the rookies too. One of the guys I literally haven't seen since the tryout. He comes up to me. Oh, Zach, good match. That was really good. You lost weight. You're slimming down. Oh. So I literally picked him up with one arm and started squatting.
0: Yep. To assert dominance. Yep. That That's how you have to do it. There are, it was uh, a good day. It's a locker room full of silverbacks at <laughs> RCW. That's why I stay in the promo room and shut the hell up.
1: Uh, it was... It was, it was I don't know, the vibes were good that day. Everyone made some really good debuts. It was the last... You should check uh, Riot City Wrestling out on YouTube. You'll see the show. It was a good time.
0: You can see me read uh, Dean Brady's intro because he wanted so much, I had to write it down. I said, that's all right, it'll be a gag. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't a gag. I had to read it. (laughs) Anyway, uh, Pokemon. Uh, Yeah, games. Pokemon. Pokemon's a game, and we play games here. Funnily enough, I've been playing Pokemon Yellow still uh don't know why but it's uh really comforting just at the end of a long day sitting down with my Game Boy sp which we can see on the front there and uh just booting up your pokemon yellow and playing it uh so far on my team i've got my pikachu of course i've got a butterfree because i like butterfree i've got a pidgey i've got a charmeleon just got a squirtle and i've got a gyarados because you always get the gyarados in kanto always zach what have you been playing
1: uh so as i said before i've been playing overwatch 2 because the new season
0: just dropped with a new patch which is uh made it different what was all the hate on overwatch like people going overwatch is done it's dead overwatch 2 is crap uh it well
1: it is it's nothing <laughs> what they promised so they <laughs> promised uh a new game with uh pve uh and a um, so pretty much a whole new game mode for PvE. So kind of like a horde-based shooter or some levels to play through. Similar to Left of the Dead kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Anto might know that as much.
2: There was also meant to be a pretty much standalone campaign mode yes. for people who weren't into competitive shooting and stuff. Yes, 100%. There's pretty much going to be was more it. game.
0: Yeah.
1: And then they've turned around and said, sorry, too hard. Everything we promised you is now in the bin. Uh, like which- The Last of
0: Us multiplayer.
1: Yeah. Yep. So they've what was, was meant to be Overwatch two is now Overwatch one point. Actually, just, for a while it was Overwatch zero point nine. It's because it's gone back a massive step. But um, <laughs> now it's upgraded to Overwatch like 1. one point 1.2 and a bit. Yeah, one point two and a bit. Oh, so it, it's a floppy disk. Yes, it's uh look. It's gotten better. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm I've been enjoying it with my friends playing competitive. Um, I used to get really worked up about uh, competitive, like almost afraid to play it because for some reason I cared what, if people thought I was good at video games. <laughs> I don't anymore, so I just play it uh, for the fun. Yeah. Um, I've also been playing Palworld, World,
0: which is fantastic. Now, we briefly spoke about it. Uh, I brought it up on the show quite a few times saying, oh, this, this game looks fun, but no one believed me. And then lo and behold, it came out. And is it fun, Zach?
1: Mate, fun is an understatement. You're, but Playing the game was so much fun that I got angry that the powers that be at Nintendo blew a 30-year lead and couldn't create this game. Yeah. Like, you play it right and don't get me wrong, the mechanics are similar, okay? But, and it's a massive but, there, there, there are similarities, but it's not the same. One, this works on release. <laughs> Okay, that's fair. The pals are interesting. They do all these different things. There's guns you can enslave humans, which and like but it's slightly problematic. Ah, <laughs> ah. But it is so good. It is such a cool game. Like I can the fact that it's only forty bucks, or it's free on Game Pass if you have the Game Pass, which is how I play it. It is immaculate. It is like triple. Like, Triple A devs really need to pull their fingers out. It's not not even the devs, the suits that run that boss the devs around, right? They need to pull their fingers out and start making good games again. Because the indie devs, the people who have the love and the passion, they're gonna take over.
0: I completely agree with you. Because like, oh, we are seeing so many high-end, top-quality uh, indie games coming out. Yep. And I would much rather. I mean, it's been that way for a while, but I would much rather play a whole bunch of really cool indie games than shell out all this money for a game that's just like eh. Okay.
1: A hundred percent. Like Helldivers, fantastic. Oh, Helldivers too. Yep. Sea of Stars, I've been playing that. Oh, Fantastic. I still haven't finished
0: it, but my goodness. See, no I lie. kickstarted that game. Yes. Because I had faith in it from the very start, and it's gone on and won awards at the Game Awards and whatnot. Uh, as Michael Towns says in the live chat, itchy, uh, itch.io is the place where you go to find all these uh, game devs, including Michael Towns and his Game Boy Games. He's an indie game dev where you can go there and, and play his indie games. So that's, that's a awesome. fun time. But no, I completely agree. Uh, indie games are the way of future. What do you think of Sea of Stars?
1: Oh, it's fantastic. Like, yep. it's got enough modern mechanics to keep it fresh, but it ticks all the notes of my childhood. Chrono like, Trigger? It is, yes, Chrono Trigger. But for me, uh, as a kid, uh, Anto will probably uh, pipe up for this
0: one. Grandia. Dude, Grandia's Grandia is so one. good. Yeah, Grandia People 1. People
1: sleep on that series so hard. Okay, 100%. So.
0: I know Grandia exists. I've never played it. Hit me as to why I shall.
1: Okay, so uh, again, I only beat Grandia 1. That was the first game I ever completed as a kid. Right? And, uh... Like, I know I loved it so much. Like, uh... But it was turn-based combat, but similar to Chrono Tree. You kind of moved around a bit, which really freshened it up. Um... I think it was the usual JRPG tropes. Collect a cat. At the end, you fight God. Um which is pretty much every JRPG ever, but it, like... I can elaborate a bit further on
2: combat, because it's, as far as, like, turn-based RPGs goes, Grandy is probably my favourite. Yeah, it um, was so good. We touched on it last time I was on the show. Uh, the combat system is designed in a way that you can see every action that's going to happen on the field. Yes. Um, so you've got like little pixel icons on a bar that, you know, is a wait period. Then there's a bit that says, um, action... Uh, not action sorry Uh, like turn or something Mm -hmm. command sorry there we go Uh, you then get to enter your ability spell whatever it is you're doing whether it's moved to a certain part of a field to avoid damage next round whatever it is and then there's a small wait period before that thing happens but the game's abilities are designed around being able to cancel out other actions so if you've got your character set up to be really quick and really good at breaking other abilities and stopping enemy actions you can get through boss fights without taking damage you just make your characters do critical attacks or do other attacks that cancel everything out and you can just steamroll everything if you know what you're doing yeah it's a really satisfying system for
1: its time it was absolutely cutting edge first game ever beat grandia and grandia 2 phenomenal and i uh, this is and with sea of stars the combat reminds me of grandia Like, I guess a massive Grandia vibes. Like, obviously the beautiful pixel art, the music uh, and sound design. Um, The story so far has been amazing. Um, But the the traversing mechanics where you have to climb up, solve these little puzzles to get to the next stage is, like, it's very modern. And I feel uh, that's where the game really stands out for me as a uh, old school pixel art RPG.
0: Like, so good. I might have to give that a crack. Give it a bell when I've got time. Don't have time. Uh, Speaking of time, Anto, you've been using all your time to not only Platinum Bloodborne and all its uh, many assorted uh, titles, but also a little game that's coming out next week as we record this.
2: Yeah, so anyone who knows and listens and is more than likely absolutely fucking sick to death of me talking about it, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth comes out next Friday.
0: How do you have a rebirth? Isn't that like the placenta?
2: No, that's the afterbirth. Oh. So that's part three.
1: I always get.
0: You didn't read the books,
2: Ben.
1: Um, <laughs> you didn't read the parenting books.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, it's. Yeah, look, Dylan's already given me shit for it, but that's fine. Um, I think it's already, just based on the demo, it's going to be a contender for Game of the Year. I don't think that was in question <laughs> for anyone who sort of pays attention to video games. Um, I'm not going to go into sort of huge detail or rant crazy about it. But the amount of love and attention to detail the devs have put into tying everything that's come before into this release is insane. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the demo that's come out is just the first chapter of the game, which is part of the Nibelheim flashback from the original. You get to play as Sephiroth, which is insane. Um, Now I'm interested. He's super pretty. Ah. Uh, there's a bit where like him and Cloud kind of almost kiss before killing a big monster, which looks really cool. Wow, really? <laughs> Was that in the original one? No, but people wanted it to be. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's it's full of so much attention to detail. Uh, I cannot stress enough. If you have the time before this launches and you're going to play it, at least like watch a sped up sort of synopsis or overview sort of walkthrough gameplay of the original or if you're
0: anto just platinum the whole game again before next friday
2: yeah we'll do that um just please 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 try and go into this not as like a person experiencing it for the first time play the original at the very least if you can it's on every modern system you can cheese through combat with immortality mode if you need to or you can just turn encounters off and then cheese your way through the boss fights just fucking do it anyway yeah it's good it's great I'm not going to be available next Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. I have all three days off. I am not doing anything else. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Very good priorities. You looking yep, forward to a uh, rebirth? Priorities are. Oh, um, I,
1: I uh, yeah. played the first seven remake, which to me, it, it was almost like this is what I envisioned Final Fantasy Seven like was to my childhood brain. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it was every Like I played it in English, so Barrett's voice immediately was nails on a chalkboard. Like, really? Yeah. Like, But when you remember the dialogue of Final Fantasy VII, like, no, this is exactly what he should have sounded like, like a bad wish version of Mr. T. Uh, like, that's exactly how he said uh, I'm like, yeah, okay. It took a while. It did take a while. But, um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I really, really enjoyed it. If I had a PS5, I'd be getting the Rebirth as well, but I don't. And
0: Sorry. don't worry, here on Hack the Dino, we're going to stick with tradition, and we're going to stream it a day before it actually releases and get suspended <laughs> again.
1: <laughs> what? I did the same thing!
0: You I got d- suspended? I didn't get
1: suspended. Yeah. I tried to stream. I'm like, why? Like, I bought this game to stream on my PS4. Why, why, why are you not letting me stream it? I didn't realize. Yeah. You're stitched up.
0: Ridiculous.
1: Stitched up.
2: Stitched up. If we got it early, I would be extremely excited and very happy about it, but it's not going to happen. There are already physical copies out in the wild anyway, but like, it's what? just, the universe is going to not let me get this early.
0: Why did
1: it get released early
0: last week? Because it, we were headed into lockdown.
1: Oh, see? And yeah. Good we guy were,
0: move. Um, No, so they were, oh, no, not a good guy move. Holy crap, everyone's going to be in lockdown. All these stores have physical, physical copies and no one's going to be able to go and get them. Yeah. We'll let Australia have it early, but don't you dare play it. You yeah. sit there like good children and do not share it with anyone otherwise we will hit you with a copyright strike and block your YouTube channel for a month.
2: It was also hilarious cuz they they dropped it surprisingly on April Fools Day. So everyone yeah. was like, "Wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> Are
0: you fucking with us?" Yep. And they were.
2: And like I thought they were. I got a phone call from Floppy and a few other people being like, "Hey, like 7s available today." I was like, "Nah, it's April 1st, I ain't buying that." Mm. And then I had a bunch more people call me like from work where I was working at the time. They were like, hey, your thing's available now. Do you want it? And I was like, yep.
0: <laughs> and he went in there and it was just an NFT.
2: Oh, oh, oh God. Don't even get me started. I'm still mad that they haven't dropped their NFT interest.
1: Really? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Similar story. When Skyrim originally came out on the PS3... Uh, That dropped early as well. I was working night Shift at the time. Me and Boomer, Mr. Giggles will pop up somewhere, I'm sure. Uh, We were so excited because I'm the one that got him into the Elder Scrolls series with Oblivion. I had a collector's edition of Oblivion back in the day Uh, with the coin, the map. It was amazing. Loved it. Spent a lot of time in Oblivion and we were so excited for Skyrim. And I was maybe three hours into my sleep for the day and I get a phone call hazy and Boomer just screaming at me, "It's been released early!" <laughs> Rip over the blanket, sprint down to the, sh- pick him up, sprint down to the shops, sprint home, and that's all I slept that day. Ugh. Good How good on... is it
0: being young when your body doesn't rely on like sleep or sustenance? Nus- sustenance, all you that get stuff. Oh,
1: well, I I get plenty of sustenance. <laughs> um, but, <laughs> but for those playing at home, I have slept five hours and have been up since. 20 past 4 this morning. Very nice. And that's a good day for me. Well The done.
2: noise, just in case anyone is curious, one of Ben's N64 Ocarina of Time postcards just decided to launch itself off the wall. God damn it. And i mean, just convinced this the room is haunted.
0: <laughs> was there any smashing? I didn't hear
2: any glass breaking, so I'm guessing it's okay. Oh,
0: so Stone Cold Steve Austin isn't here. Thank goodness. What? <laughs> ah, I get it. Ah, wrestling <laughs> joke. Uh, speaking of wrestling jokes, there was none on the Nintendo Partner Showcase. Uh, Oh, for God's sake. What? That was a segue. That was not
1: the worst one. uh, There's been plenty worse, Anto. I don't know. That's a reckon top five contender since I've been listening to the show. No.
0: Anyway, the Nintendo Partner Showcase uh, was out during the week, and it was a good time. Everyone had a lovely time watching it. Uh, It was good that everyone went in, knowing that uh, we're probably not getting a Switch 2 this year. So they were like, yeah, whatever, Nintendo. Let's just... Let's just get this year over with. <laughs> I still think Metro Prime might come out. Uh, Metro Prime 4 might come out this year.
2: I don't want it to come out on Switch if it's going to.
0: They'll do both.
2: I don't. Nah, I want it to come out on the next system. Just own it and say, nah, we're going to bring it out on the, the next one as a launch title. I don't want it to be held back by this current system.
0: What do mean held back by the switch it's got technology from like 2012 exactly <laughs> anyway speaking of 2012 uh from sonic Mania developer evening star there's penny's big breakaway which was released uh a game that was first announced in a nintendo direct last year uh from I'm pokemon so developer scared. game freak we have the pocket card jockey ride on a game that first released on the nintendo 3ds back in 2013 and was released on the Apple Arcade last year, but is now on the Switch, which is good because I was worried that was going to be stuck on the Nintendo 3DS graveyard. Uh, Anto, you have any plans to play Penny's Big Breakaway, considering it came from the Sonic Mania yeah, devs? Yeah,
2: as soon as I knew they were developing this, I thought, okay, great, it's going to be a 3D Sonic-like with more interesting mechanics, probably. Um, which, you know, for anyone who knows, big Sonic fan, you know, it's kind of a big deal to think that this looks more interesting mechanically um yeah i'm jazzed for it like if it's got half the love and attention and care that went into sonic mania this is going to be easily a contender it for the looks the very year for nice
0: like even watching gameplay footage now i know you can't really go by gameplay footage on a nintendo direct or any kind of direct for that matter but this does look pretty cool
2: yeah this looks insane it's expensive though yeah how much is it uh, I just checked on PlayStation Network, and it's like sixty bucks. Wow! So it's a it's a pretty expensive release coming from an indie dev, but honestly, but you know, support indie devs. The level of quality that's coming out of, as you guys were saying earlier, indie development in general now compared to AAA developers, absolutely going to be worth it.
0: What do you think, Zach?
1: Uh, it's no Sonic, exon- uh, no Sonic Adventure Two Battle, but uh, it looks pretty good.
0: Yeah, is this your your type of type of bag? Not
1: really. No. Um, not really my cup of tea, but it does look really cool. And what about
0: Pocket Card Jockey? Right on. I'm going to get it just because it's Game Freaks and they have such a great hit record with games outside of Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> nope, never heard of it. Probably never play it. Yeah, it's a card game slash jockey simulator.
1: Yeah, to me, that just sounds
2: boring as yeah. hell. Yeah, I wish <laughs> when I was you, joking. When you, what do you mean when you say jockey simulator? Like horse riding jockey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Yeah, right?
0: (laughs) Next. Well, what came next was the uh, Xbox releasing two of their four Fable games that they said were going cross-platform. Don't worry, everyone. It's just these four games. Like, if these four games do extremely well, there's no chance at all that we're bringing any of our AAA uh, first first partner studio games to other systems. None at all. So don't worry about that, Xbox people. It's just these four games, and that's it. This certainly isn't testing the waters to see if uh, we can make heaps of money. Don't worry about it. Yes, just Anto? before we talk about this, yeah,
2: the chat has mentioned a few things which makes me very happy. Uh, Kawaii Hardcore said, uh, "Penny's Big Breakaway gives off Dreamcast vibes," yep. and as someone who adores that system and wishes that it would somehow be resurrected from the dead, absolutely agree. But it also, as Townsy said, looks like uh, the Misadventures of Tronbon, the Mega Man Legacy uh, Mega Man Legends spinoff that came out on the PlayStation. Mm. It just looks wacky and fun and. Honestly, video games are too serious now.
0: <laughs> um, coming back to the Xbox, Dylan the Villain, who is a massive Xbox fan, has said, I don't trust anything Phil says anymore. Which, you know Fair enough. But you've got to remember... He's an it, executive. You he's an executive anyway. in a business. So he will do whatever he needs to do to move systems. Uh, as I said last show, Xbox isn't the system anymore. Game Pass is the system. Mm-hmm. And if they can make money selling these franchises to other systems... Like, it's time to not it's time to get over the console wars forget it it's done just play what you want to play and play where you want to play it and if you can play it anywhere which you can game pass now they're putting game pass on samsung tvs
1: yeah i was gonna say i installed an app on my tv on my uh, uh fire stick that allows me to stream games from my pc so yep, yep.
0: yeah it, it, it's a new it literally is a new age and we just got to go with it anyway so uh pentiment We'll be coming to Nintendo Switch. Uh, Well, it should be out now. It was released back in 2022. Uh, It's an adventure game from Obsidian Entertainment that tasked players with solving a series of murders. Anyone play this? Nope. Nope. Haven't played it. Probably won't. Probably, nope. This is not my bag. Nah. Well, if that's not your bag, maybe Grounded is.
1: Grounded's fantastic. Yeah? 100%. It's Honey, I Shrunk the Kids with Friends. It's awesome. Yeah. And someone with arachnophobia, it is horrifying. Does,
0: is this the game where you have the slider where you can actually yes, adjust can... the spider into yep. like just balls?
2: You can turn it yep. into like a floating orb with eyes, which is
1: also kind of terrifying. Yeah, no, yeah. I played it because I wanted that authentic experience. And the first time a radioactive wolf spider leaps on your face, caca. <laughs> there is a clip on my channel of me, of my soul leaving my body. Because I'm like shooting at it because I was cheesing it. I was cheesing it hard like me with my little bow and arrow. It just looks at me, disappears, lands on my face. Wow. And I scream. It is nightmare fuel, but it's so good. It's such a good game. And the best part, which I'll...
0: <laughs> is that the ball?
1: <laughs> okay. I'm watching the balls ball.
0: attack us. Attack oh, by balls. Wolf
1: spider. That is, yeah. The radioactive ones jump, by the way. They leap on your face. Also found the black widow. Don't do that, right? Uh, it's like a bonus boss, and it's
0: yeah. That's not a fun time. No. That, that looks that moves like a spider. I don't yeah, like that. It is horrific. Yeah, that's not cool. Or
1: yeah, these. After a while, you just clap these things. Cheeks, uh, <laughs> they're spider geez. cheeks.
0: Um, that, that's a very different terminology for where I grew up. Yeah,
1: look, <laughs> well, mate. I grew I grew up in the Black Ops Two era. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh but it's a great game it is so good like again it was an early full priced game that was early access like it was everyone was very skeptical about it but they delivered they 100% delivered and unlike a lot of survival games it has an ending it has a purpose towards all the grinding apart from just being endless mm-hmm. which is what i really like um i was yeah streaming this one for weeks it is
0: fantastic it's so awesome. pick it, it up it. pick it up on switch
1: yeah, uh no
2: <laughs> Mm-mm. Yeah, no, that one's a PC or an Xbox Yep, kind of experience. If is it
1: coming to PlayStation or is going to Switch? Uh, I um, think it's across
0: all of them. Good. Play yeah, it on PlayStation. to PlayStation as well. Uh, speaking of uh, not coming to PlayStation, but coming to Switch, we finally did it, everyone. That's right. After years of, of uh, trying to get Reggie Fils-Aime to do it, after years of, of barracking, after years of wanting and clamoring, Mother 3 is coming to Switch Online in Japan. I just,
2: I don't understand, and I'm sure people will agree with me. There is already a stellar translation of Mother 3 that was done by fans that they could just patch over, and it's called ROM Undertale, and release it.
0: Yeah, no, they could quite just easily do it. They can just go to the fans and pay them money. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, just yeah. Pay it's, them for the $10, script
2: and just chuck it onto a ROM. Done.
0: It's almost a meme now, and it's like Nintendo. Nintendo like messing with their fans. It's like, oh, you want that, do you? Gee, that's a pity.
2: Here's a remake 12 years later you didn't ask for. Yeah.
0: Anyway, I thought it was quite funny that they included that, but didn't put it in the English translation um, partner direct. What they did put in, though, was five new games coming to Switch Online. See if you guys can guess the connection. So the five games that came to Switch Online were...
2: Could you say they're rare games?
0: God damn it, Anto. You're supposed to wait until the end. <laughs> RC Pro Am, Snake Rattle and Roll, Killer Instinct, Battletoes and Bani- Battle Maniacs, and Blast Core, which I maintain is one of the greatest games to come out on that system. Have you played Blast Core before, Zach? I have not. Anto, have you played Blast Core? Uh, no. Seriously, this game's amazing. The, the premise of the game there's a nuclear warhead on a truck, the truck is running out of control. Your job is to uh, don various vehicles, mech suits and destroyers. I have, played
1: this. I have played that game.
0: And blow up the town to get make sure that the truck doesn't collide and set off the nuclear yes, weapon.
1: I have played that game. That was great.
0: And then the more levels you progress, the harder it gets until you reach the bonus stage where the truck is on the moon and on Saturn and on Venus with different various levels of gravity. <laughs> and you jump around making sure it doesn't blow up the planets in the solar yeah, system. I have played that game. Blast I Core. It. Blast yeah, Core is wow, amazing. Wow, that a
1: blast in the past. Yeah.
0: Ba, yeah. Bra, 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 yeah, I was a PlayStation bra.
1: 1 kid, so.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, then you would enjoy the uh, announcement that Star Wars Battlefront 1 and 2, the original ones, are now coming out to Switch as well.
1: Uh, I did play a fair bit of Battlefront 2. That I was played, a good game. It
0: was a very good game. I played a the, lot of them. The remake is garbage. Pay to win
1: trash. Thanks. Yep. <laughs> EA. EA, you yeah. suck. You ruined my favorite
0: dev too. Who? Uh,
1: Bioware. I oh. was going to say Bioware.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, They used to make good games. A game that I thought looked really cool. I don't know if I've got this name right, but it's called Pepper Drill. Did what now? Pepper Drill. It's A side scroller where you, you play a character called Pepper and they've got a drill and they uh, use this drill to obviously go through various enemies. But the whole idea is that you go through the ground, you drill oh, through the grinder, ground. Pepper Grinder that's what it is. <laughs> um, and you, yeah, go through the levels and you're like almost like a dolphin swimming in water. Here we go. Uh, so a big baddie comes up, goes, You're not getting through me, rah, 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 and they drill through his face. Why is plankton there? <laughs> that's what I thought as well. But no, it looks really cool. Like a whole bunch of hidden areas where you don't know if you're going to hit them or not and you only do it by uh, drilling through it. Uh, and it gave me sort of Donkey Kong vibes as well. It
2: does, doesn't it? Yeah, like it looks, as you said, quite Donkey Kong-y, but visually it's giving me Cave Story vibes. Yeah, mm. yeah. Which... Just really nice
0: pixel art as well. You should go
2: and play. Yeah, it looks brilliant. Gorgeous looking. see this.
0: Um, another one that I didn't uh, mention in the run sheet, but I can... Completely uh, cannot wait until it comes out, and I was stalling them because I can't remember the name of it. Uh, it is something Squire. Uh, oh, uh, Puppet uh, Squire. What's it called? The tiny Squire, or something. Something like that. It's the one by the guy that uh, the Australian dude who designed some of the Pokemon two generations ago, and then he left the Plucky Pokemon. Plucky Squire. Co- Plucky Squire. That's the one. Did you see any of Plucky Squires, Zach? Nope. So this is the one. It starts off like a two D adventure in a storybook.
1: Uh, oh no! You did. Uh, I did. You did cover this on an episode. Yeah. yeah.
0: And then you jump out of the storybook and you go three D and you alternate alternate things this looks within really the storybook.
1: Cool. This is different. I like
0: this a lot. Yeah. I uh, really. It was delayed. It was supposed to come out last year, but it got delayed. Uh, coming out this year looks great. Uh, to the point where you, yeah, as I said, you adventure in the story, you jump in a portal and come out of the story, and when you're in the story, it actually looks like a moving kids book. Mm, um, that's really cool and you jump out and you pull tabs to reveal different areas like a pop-up book and that's then you jump awesome. back into the game oh look it's got Mike Tyson's punch out what? yeah and a shooting uh, mini quest yeah and we're about to see here jump out of the book and you go full 3D in the room of the uh, person reading it oh man what a game that's yeah. awesome this looks that looks really cool
2: insane It's it's got as you said like almost paying tribute to things like punch out and other nes games but it's the perfect sort of to me at least visually from what we've seen it looks like the perfect hybrid of like overworld zelda um stuff like wonder boy all that old school like fantasy adventure games from like the mega drive and super nintendo era it's it looks really exciting
0: yep it's for the old and the old men at heart
2: do you remember Alex the Kid, Anto? Sorry, I who? Do honestly, Alex the Kid. Alex that the Kid, huh? Goddamn theme song just is an earworm. It's in my brain and has been since forever.
0: I'm old. I uh, recently found a uh, Master system two or Mega Drive two, whatever one Alex Alex Kid came out on, uh, and I tuned it into my. Uh, TV in my games room in order to test it. Ended up playing for like two hours. Yeah, <laughs> it was, it was yeah I'm just testing. Oh, it's pretty fun.
1: It was a good console, man. Sega was... Oh, that was my first one. The so yeah? Sega Master System and the Sega Mega Drive.
0: Uh, and last but not least, we had uh, the announcement of Endless Ocean's Luminous, which is just uh, under-the-water uh, discovery sim. Anyone um, played at that? Yeah. no, nah? Nope. Uh, multiplayer now. You can have up to 30 I... friends join you. I played um, the original. Uh, it's um, completely randomly generated now. Ooh. So every time you go into the ocean, it's a brand new world with brand new things to discover. Not um, They like have that. uh They've put, like, extinct animals in there as well. So, like, there's an Ithiosaurus in there. Uh, just swimming around that you might find. Um, as someone who has a horrible phobia of deep water, <laughs> I'm not sure if I will play this. So you love Subnautica, then? I've never played Subnautica. I Mate.
2: was just about to say... I feel like, and you know, this might just be a me thing. I feel like if you're going to do an underwater exploration sort of.
0: See, look at that!
2: Generation yeah. kind of thing, Subnautica's the benchmark.
1: 100%. Fantastic game. And if
2: you're not going to match that, you're going to. It's going to fail.
1: Yep. Like, where's the. like? The... So what? You just swim around underwater and that's it? Mm hmm. No. Nah, play Subnautica. Just yeah, play Subnautica. So much build more bases, fight looks.
0: bosses, try not to die. Great game, so much better. Last but not least, in my last little bits of notes here, next week we have a Pokemon Direct coming. And eh, No one cares. For- <laughs> Anto, <laughs> no one cares. When have I ever been that rude to you?
1: Every single goddamn <laughs> Just show. Just play Power World.
2: Just play Power World. Ignore unless it. they announce Heart Gold and Soul Silver remakes, don't care. Yeah. Well, I mean,
0: like this is what I. This is what I wanted to get at. In an ideal world what do we want to see announced? It's on Pokemon Day. Now, bearing in mind, 2026 is the 30th year anniversary, so they're not going to have anything too big because they'll be saving that for two years' time. So we're not going to get the um, brand new Gen 10 until then. But what Gen do you reckon? What, what would we hope to see from Pokemon um, Day announcement? My guess is there's going to be a outbreak in Pokemon Go. <laughs> um,
2: I want Hot Gold, Soul Silver, whether it's... A straight port just onto the Switch, um, but
0: you can get it easy. Anto it only costs like four hundred dollars. Yeah, exactly. It the it's the
2: cost
1: of a Switch. Um, I'm sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> if you
0: get a big box copy of Heart Gold or Soul Silver, it's uh, four hundred dollars each.
1: Well, I got the cart at home.
0: You got the cart? That's one hundred and fifty dollars for you.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's what I want. I want, want, to find I want
2: some s- form of re-release of, of Gold and Silver because I think they're the best gen, in my opinion. Um, even though I grew up with Gen 1, I think Gen 2 is just better in every way.
1: 100% it was. It is. Um, and I love Kanto.
2: Mm-hmm. I think other predictions, they're going to focus at least 30% of the thing's runtime on Pokemon Go bullshit.
0: No. No, the Pokemon Go soured a bit. You no, really? they're all about their uh, other ones now, like Pokemon Sleep. Oh, uh, God. And Pokemon uh, the MMO one, and Pokemon, Pokemon the... Pokemon uh... the MMO one? Wait, <laughs> wait what? Not <laughs> MMO. What's the other one I'm looking for the, what's, what's the um, not the MMO the one where you have a map and you battle and you try and reach the goal and oh, Dota um, the Dota ripoff
2: oh Pokemon Unite yeah yes, Pokemon yes, Unite that's one
0: not a bad game
1: really yeah not a bad game the balancing team apparently don't look at it they must code with their eyes closed but uh, it's not a bad game I enjoyed it do
0: you know what I enjoy obscure Nintendo stuff that no one else <laughs> likes Guess what we're talking about? Obscure, Obscure, Obscure Nintendo, Nintendo stuff. stuff. No one else. No, not true. Really. Uh, here are five of the most valuable Nintendo peripherals that came out. Um, yes. For
1: a prediction for the uh, Pokemon. Um, oh yes, yeah, sorry, Zach. I forgot
0: to throw it to you. Yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, what's it called again? Which one? The the Pokemon thing that's meant to happen. Uh, the Pokemon. Pokemon Direct. The Pokemon Direct. That's it. They're gonna announce a new survival game. <laughs> it's gonna yeah. have guns and slavery. Yeah. <laughs> Minus the guns and slavery, but they go, oh, look at this game that we can definitely make. What, you mean
0: uh, a Pokemon slavery game that doesn't involve enslaving small creatures and making them fight each other?
1: Yeah, no, I guarantee they're going to try and work on a, I think they're going to try and make a survival game as well.
0: I think they should, you know, pull their fingers out and release a game that works and isn't uh, uh, running at three frames a second. That'd be nice. It would
1: be, it would be but they need a new console for that.
0: But this is what I'm hoping Power World does. It makes uh, the Pokemon company go, oh, yeah, we're, we're, this this is damaging to our brand. Like, yep. releasing bad games for the sake of money is damaging to our brand, and we need to pull our fingers out and actually do something about that.
2: Who'd yep. have thought?
0: Oh, yeah, what's your thought?
2: <laughs> uh, so my other prediction, and this is a wild card pick, mm-hmm. I want them to either remaster or remake and build upon Pokemon Coliseum. Ooh. Yes! Give us Pokemon Colosseum and XD Gale of Darkness.
0: Uh, I would like Gale of Darkness because you know how much that game's worth.
2: $380.
0: Even more now. Jesus, really? Yeah, we're reaching four to $500 now.
1: Bloody hell. What's Gale of Darkness? I remember... That's Pokemon... with Shadow
0: Lugia. It's uh, like the RPG. It's
1: in Pokemon, uh, Pokemon Colosseum XD. Yeah, that yep. one. It's just the sequel to Colosseum. Dude, how good was that game? Like 3D open world, like open world-ish yep. Pokemon game? absolutely like I'm like yes this is the future this is gonna be great and no
0: yeah they, <laughs> no no no. that was a flash in the pad ignore it ignore it people don't want that like legends arceus yeah open area everyone loved it came out to rave reviews yeah we're yeah. not doing any more of them although i wouldn't mind seeing another one of them like if, if the, it wasn't scarlet pretty much that no different Just, mechanics Different mechanics. Well, besides, you didn't have to spam catch everything. Like, well, with um, Arceus, spam you could catch. run around, like, you didn't have to battle them. You could run behind them and throw things and confuse them and then throw your balls at their face. Ah, oh, true. So you didn't have Very to go into uh, the traditional battling. Yes. Which they had to pull back into. Uh, and also, whenever there was a shiny, you'd be walking around and you see this and then you'd frankly be looking around because there's a shiny in the area, and then you eventually found it. Whereas uh, with Scarlet and whatnot, they just they don't make a sound, they just appear in the overworld.
2: The reason they're not going to do a sequel to Arceus or expand on that formula is because people liked it, <laughs> it was efficient, it ran okay, yeah. and it just saved so much of the like monotonous bullcrap that they force you through every generation, because every generation of Pokemon is intended to capture a new audience that's just been born who don't have the attention span to play Pokemon anyway, so shut up and give me gold and silver.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So number five, most uh, valuable uh, thing that's fallen off the thing. That's right, they're not my valuable things. Uh, Number five is the Game Boy Camera and Printer, which you can see if you're watching us on youtube.com backslash hackthedino uh, or on twitch.tv backslash hackthedino. Uh, Nintendo produced its own thermal paper for this Game Boy printer. I remember Uh, that thing. You don't? No, I do. You do, yeah. So basically linked up to your Game Boy uh, with a link cable that you also used for trading. And you had a Game Boy camera where you could take selfies or you could take pictures, you could edit them, and then print them out with the thermal paper. I remember the Game Boy camera. You had to buy the thermal paper that fits specifically to the printer, though, because Nintendo released it. And, of course, Nintendo went, oh, no, it has to be this official paper. You can't get any rip-off paper. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the Game Boy printer proved to be a success and was in production up until 2003. Uh, while Nintendo can sell the official thermal paper for the accessory until 2007. Why? Because money.
1: But who actually used it? Even as a kid, I remember seeing the, uh, the Game Boy camera thing and this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life. What
2: do you mean? I can't remember the name of it, but there is an Instagram account that I follow. Mm-hmm that takes pictures with the Game Boy camera, and they look stylish as all heck. Yeah? Like, it's just this dude who wanders around the world taking pictures of scenery, like streets in Japan and stuff. And it looks awesome.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I'm just looking up something. I forgot to do my research.
2: 8-bit feet pics, says Townsie. 8-bit... <laughs> <laughs> do it on Dine Only fans. Yes, Game Boy camera pics only.
0: <laughs> yes. Um, so, the Game Boy printer... Ah, I can't find it. I should have done it. Anto. Hello. Can you please look up how much this uh, Pocket Printer Game Boy Edition is, please? I have a rough idea, but I want to give facts. Um, So, we are looking at, just for a normal Game Boy camera and a normal Game Boy printer, which I forgot to grab, uh, between $40 uh, loose to about $120 in the box. Uh, So. The Pokemon one, Anto. uh,
2: According to eBay, the... Yellow Pikachu edition pocket printer that you've got there. Mm -hmm. Loose Mm -hmm. goes for anywhere from 100 to 350 US dollars.
0: US? Just for that. And Game Boy Dad, you should probably ignore this segment.
2: Boxed, you're looking at a minimum of 250 up to about 500.
0: Good lord.
2: Depending on condition, but like one that's in good sort of nick with
1: printed paper and stuff. You're looking at about 450-ish. It's not mint, but it's pretty good. uh, Okay. Mint for something that's how many years old?
0: Uh, Almost 30.
1: Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I have a question Yes. before I show the
2: photo that I've got here so that people who can't sort of see what's on the table very well. Mm -hmm. uh, Is this Mr. (laughs) A-game? Hi. Is that
1: Mr. (laughs) 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 A-game? It is! That's so
0: no but i can see it now yeah right (laughs) that's
1: great
2: hashtag Mr. (laughs) again um
0: number four so the rest of this stuff i don't own uh but i know again julian uh from ghost games owns two of these because he's trying for a complete nintendo 64 collection so he has a lot of nintendo 64 stuff coming in at number four is the nintendo 64 glove controller there it is. What? So it was based on the power glove. Uh, specific hand and wrist movements were used uh, to con- use as a controller. So, unlike the power glove, you actually had to go like this in order to move people. Uh, online prices for the controller range from about 100 to $150 for a loose version uh, and $600 for a sealed version. I mean, I love it. I would love one of these. It's so bad. That's horrendous. It's like a power glove.
2: It's so bad.
0: But what's more, do you know how you wear it? So you would think that those bits go over your knuckles, right? Yep. No, no, that goes underneath. Yeah, it's in your hand. It's in your hand like this. So you're basically using a joystick oh. without the joystick. Oh, my brain. <laughs> that is so stupid. <laughs> infinity
1: gauntlet. Of. Uh, it, It's,
0: yeah, awful. Awful. Awful piece of peripheral... But worth money because most of these awful things are.
1: Why is it the like again? I agree with Floppy. The worst things are worth the most money. It makes no
0: sense because they didn't sell well, people didn't buy them, so there's not that many out in the wild. So, for example, Pokemon Crystal uh, is one Great of the game. most yeah one of the most sought after Pokemon games because it sold the least out of the uh, third tier Pokemon games. Right. Uh, only six million copies sold, or something. So there's not a lot of them around, which is why a box copy you can get five to six hundred dollars for.
1: I'm sorry, only six million.
0: Yep, that's an only. Yep, and that's Compared the that to least what uh, the twenty to forty to one hundred and twenty million that all the other ones sold.
1: Wait, s- silver and gold sold like tens
0: of millions of copies. Correct. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's why the third games are always uh worth more because they didn't sell as and much also and usually better. yeah, usually the better form of mm. the game. Pokemon Yellow, Pokemon Crystal, Pokemon Platinum all were better. Yeah. Uh, Anto. Yeah, what? <laughs> oh, sorry, I thought you were in- interjecting.
2: Oh, I was just going to say the stupid N64 glove controller just reminds me of like a way too over-engineered version of this thing that came out for the ColecoVision.
0: Vision. That <laughs> kind of looks like a baby's toy
2: it's like a glove controller with buttons on the inside but the joystick's on the top it's just not attached to your wrist like the N64 one it looks like something I'd buy my daughter yeah I mean it does look like a kid's toy but that's kind of what video games were in the 70s and 80s yeah that's all that wrist action Ben
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Game Boy Pocket Sonar have you ever wanted to go fishing with your Game Boy well now you can (laughs)
2: Uh, I remember when these things were like actually being sold in stores. This Wait, is what? Officially
0: called the Gogan uh, the Tanchiki what? Gogan Tanchiki Pocket Sonar, it was unsurprisingly the world's first sonar peripheral for a video game console. <laughs> Using a specialist piece of equipment that went underwater alongside a cartridge that had been inserted into the Game Boy, the Pocket Sonar was able to accurately detect submerged items. The information was then displayed on the Game Boy screen, giving users an idea of whether there were any fish, plants, or man-made items in the water. The accessories also included a fishing mini-game, alongside, of, uh, alongside a sort of fish encyclopedia that might be use- useful to those looking out for certain types of fish.
2: Insane. It's just madness.
0: And so just next to it, there's a video of it. What? There's a, I'll put a video there next to the topic where it says here. Um, that's not a video. It's not? No, it's an image. Oh, is it? Oh, that's a pity. I thought it was a video. Oh, there well, you there, there you go. There's someone uh, using the pocket sonar to go fishing. I'm so confused. What, why? What's that a bit confused about? Like, fishermen are the key Game Boy demographic. <laughs> You're out in a boat. You don't know what to do? Oh, I'll put my Game Boy. Oh, uh, I wish...
1: You know what my children's plaything needs? Military technology. Sick. No, it's for fishing. Oh, yeah. That, no, that's for sourcing... Le- like. Underwater mines, that's what that is. I see what they're up to. Uh,
0: how much do you reckon these go for online?
1: Probably a stupid amount of money. I'm going
2: to call... So are we talking Australian or...?
0: Uh, I think these are all US prices. All
2: right, so in terms of US, I'm going to go at least 400.
0: Okay. And uh, Zach, what do you reckon?
1: I'm going to get, say, 350 loose, mm-hmm. 800 bucks.
0: Not a bad... Uh, no, you guys are getting starting to get in the range now. Uh, 400 US loose to 600 boxed.
2: Holy shit, That's really? so much money.
0: It is a lot of money. That
2: is insane. And
0: they were very hard to come by, but I think they found a whole container of them over in Japan a couple of years back.
2: I was going to say, because these were Japan only, yeah? Yes, correct. Yeah, like... Oof.
0: All right, number two. Now, this is another thing that... Uh, Ghost Games has, and I've been tempted to buy it on many an occasion, but it's stupid expensive, and I can't even justify spending that amount of money on something that's just a gag. Man. Um, Man. It is the GameCube ASCII keyboard controller. It's the ASCII two. That's what it is. Thank you. What do you think uh, of that, baby? How would, you, how, how would you how would you explain that, Zach, for the podcast uh, listeners?
1: Imagine <laughs> a <laughs> this is, what an abomination. <laughs> This imagine a hot like nineteen nineties, early two thousands cream colored keyboard from like your middle school from your high school,
0: mm-hmm.
1: in between a GameCube controller. Yep, it is hideous and completely pointless. Why would you need a keyboard for well, a GameCube?
0: I'll tell you for so the more s-
1: modern audiences.
0: <laughs> this was released exclusively in Japan in two thousand and two. The white accessory plugged directly into the GameCube and required two controller ports, meaning it wasn't useful to anyone to play local multiplayer with only four players. Uh the keyboard only worked in Fantasy Star Online. <laughs> uh Yep. Yep. And that and uh people were uh, complaining that even as a keyboard, the keys were too small, so it was useless to use. You know, that that was the problem. That the keys were too small.
1: Yeah. How else are you supposed to ask someone to be your wife or whatever?
0: <laughs> All right. On Fantasy Star. What do we reckon? Loose and boxed. What are we looking at?
2: Uh, loose here, I've seen them go for like 150. Mm-hmm. Boxed, I would imagine not even double. You're looking at maybe triple. So like
1: 350
0: plus. Yeah, it's not bad. Zach, what do you think? Uh,
1: because of how horrendously ugly and stupid it is, I'm going to say 175 ish loose. With a
0: uh, 400 boxed. Zach was actually closer. 200 loose. Yeah, wow. 480 boxed. Wow. That's <laughs> so stupid. That's
2: crazy. Yeah. Uh, uh, so, fun fact. Yep. I've played Smash Melee with one of these. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> and how was that experience? Uh, honestly, it's just like using a normal controller if you don't just touch the keyboard. really bit. far apart? Yeah. It's just like a PlayStation portal with a keyboard instead of a screen. And you want to say hi to someone? You get H... Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just uh. Just face roll.
0: Alright. Number one. Now, number one, I everyone's heard about this. Everyone knows about this, but it's probably the most famous accessory that never came out. Is but it there are an accessory are... or I a mean, system? Well, it, it's an add-on, so I'm guessing it's an accessory. Didn't come out of the box. I'm talking about the Nintendo Super Nintendo PlayStation. Bam.
1: I'm sorry, what? you oh, you never can heard
0: I about this. Did I tell the
2: story? What? Can I tell the story? Or do you
0: want to do it, Ben? We'll tag team it, Anto. I'll go and then you can follow up. Have you never heard about this story? No? What is this? Okay, so this is an actual thing. This is a prototype. There was only a couple of made. Basically, back in the 90s, Nintendo uh, got into partnership with Sony to develop a CD-ROM add-on to the Super Nintendo to make bigger games. They had a falling out over rights and Nintendo went, you know what, Sony? Go away. Uh, and uh, got into bed with Philips, which created the wonderful Philips CDI, which everyone can say is now a powerhouse of the industry. Sony went, you know what, Nintendo, we'll show you, and took their PlayStation technology and went, you know what, let's make a PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Nintendo PlayStation are responsible. Story. <laughs> for their it
0: legitimately robot. is PlayStation's origin story. PlayStation would not exist <laughs> if Nintendo weren't cocky cocks.
1: And they created their biggest competitor. Yep. That is amazing. By
0: being arrogant Nintendo, they created the company that would one day completely blow them out of the water.
1: Oh, my yep. God. Thank you, Nintendo, for creating some of the best and happiest childhood memories for me in the PlayStation 1. You fools. Imagine <laughs> imagine what they would have accomplished together.
0: So, yeah, I know. A, a huge what-if moment. Can you imagine if they stuck to it?
1: That's an alternate... That, that's a what-if episode of like, Marvel on Disney Plus right there.
0: Can you yeah, imagine right. if, like, Nintendo still had PlayStation technology to this day? Like, imagine Mario and Zelda and whatnot in a PlayStation 5.
2: Imagine Pokemon Scarlet and Violet would have run. Yeah.
0: Wow, we might get, like, 40 frames a second.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> wow. Did I, did I pretty much nail it there, Anto?
2: Pretty much. There's a few other interesting tidbits I want to jump in on, though. Oh, I knew Hit you me. would. Hit so, me. it was created like as a general pitch as a response to the Sega CD. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, Sega dominated Nintendo in the early 90s. No, With no, all that did. blast processing. The NES came out and was like the savior of the industry for a bit. Then the Mega Drive launched. And in the US, Sega captured 86% of the console market. And it then good Nintendo were like, fuck, okay, like here's for Super Nintendo. Then Sega were like, here's for the CD, uh, Sega CD. And then Nintendo were like, shit, okay, we've got to do it too. And as you said, they jumped into partnership with Sony initially. Then they sort of went, eh, you know, we don't like the fact that you're going to have rights to our characters and be able to release games of your own. We're not super keen on that.
0: So we'll give it to Philips and they can release the wonder of Gamelon.
2: They entered into the same agreement they had with Sony with Philips, but for cheaper somehow. Um, and the best part of this, they didn't tell Sony until they announced on stage at the Consumer Electronics Show in, like, 1993, I think it was. Did not know that part. Hey, we've partnered with CD, uh, Philips for our CD technology. Sony were completely blindsided, and the designer of the PlayStation hardware, Ken Kutaragi, um, who was, like, responsible for the processor and, like, the graphics design and everything up to, like, the PS3 generation, Um, he went to like the head of Sony at the time who was like initially against getting into the video game console business. And he literally just said to the guy, we've been burned. We can't let it end here. We have to keep like developing this and make our own thing. Let's just do it. And the president of Sony, Japan only said to this guy, do it. And he walked out of the room and that was the story done. The PlayStation was made. Bam. Here we are.
0: Isn't that amazing?
2: It's nuts.
0: I'm actually surprised you didn't know that story. No. No. It's one of my favorite
2: bits of video game history. Just the like super samurai approach of like, yeah, just do it. Honor has been besmirched. Yep.
1: like Destroy them. It's so good. Like that is absolutely
0: amazing. So it was for many, 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 many years uh, arguers as to whether there were any prototypes made or if any existed. Uh, Then in 2020, uh, an individual was going through his father's uh, attic who used to work at Sony. And he came across a prototype, the only one that is known. No. So uh, it they got it. I don't. It didn't work. It booted up, but it didn't it booted, play. But this. it
2: didn't play games because the initial like loading software to actually make it run both CDs and uh, SNES cartridges wasn't present. Mm-hmm. Um, there have been a few more since then that have popped up on eBay and other selling sites that do work because they're like further along development-wise. Mm. So um, this
0: particular one, that the yeah. uh, the very first one that was found was put to auction. Uh, I'll ask that first. How much do you reckon it went for? At auction.
1: All right, at auction, I'm going to say...
0: Piece of history.
1: I want to say upwards of 60 grand. Oh, you are far below the number, my
2: friend.
0: 3... <laughs> 100,000 US dollars. Now I didn't ask you Anto cuz I knew you knew it.
2: I've got the run sheet in front of me but I also knew it.
0: <laughs> uh, $300,000. <000. laughs> but Thank it God. is a piece of history. 100%. 100%. Like, isn't that amazing? Oh man, I'm so glad you're on this this show cuz uh, Floppy would have known that and he go, "Oh, yeah, man. So cool."
1: I did not know that. That's a, that's amazing. I can't believe Sony PlayStation has an origin story like Batman. That's so good. <laughs>
0: been hack the dino this is the part we usually turn off but please don't because we have very important things to say where we bring you the past present and future and so i slipped that in it was like a subliminal message people yeah are gonna i gotta say now. ben i turn off here as well <laughs> <laughs> well you're missing out because this is where all the real good stuff happens like zach plugging his stuff zach what do you get a plug so people don't turn off
1: uh check out riot city wrestling because i do stuff there and it hurts um check me out on twitch uh Twitch.tv forward slash Zach underscore Sabbath or check me out on the socials. Uh, just look up Zach underscore Sabbath. You'll find me. There's a link tree there. I uh, do lots of stuff and things like TikTok and Instagram where I post lifting videos and clips of my Twitch.
0: And you should totally check out Zach's next stream where he's going to play Rez with like... Oh, and <laughs> Jesus. <Christ>. <laughs> <laughs> Anto, what do you do?
2: Um... <laughs> basically like everything we do um i'm on instagram that's pretty much the only social media that i plug mm-hmm. uh i don't do much on it because it's you know mostly a final fantasy thing and i haven't picked up anything sort of major in the last while um and i haven't actually updated it in a while so i'm not going to um The only other thing I can think to plug at the moment is Floppy and I will be streaming Helldivers 2 soon. Oh, nice.
1: Awesome.
2: Um, Awesome. I was fortunate enough to obtain a code for the game, so I didn't have to pay for it, which is lovely. That's dope. Um, So yeah, Floppy and I will be squadding up and killing some bugs, which will be fun. Um, I'm sure if we coordinate it, Zach, we could probably grab you as well. (laughs) Oh, heck yeah. I don't own it yet, but I will. <laughs> yeah. Uh, watch this space. I guess keep an eye on our socials for when that's going to actually be happening. You should do a cross um, string. But yeah, I will absolutely stream it. Um, at some point whenever we can get a time together for everyone.
0: <laughs> and you can see some of my stuff over on uh, Super Retro Squad. Yeah, that's what I'll push this year. Super Retro Squad, where I go out and try and find some old video games and uh, add them to my collection, or maybe sell so I can buy some other stuff for my old collection. It's all all lots of fun. So Super Retro Squad on the TikToks, on the Instagram, and on the YouTubes. You should head on over to the YouTube, uh, YouTube because uh, it's actually going really well. I'm actually quite happy with... Um, the, the the old uh, Count that's going up. But if you like the Count, then you should watch Sesame Street, because the Count's a good character. Zach, what, what do you like about the Count? What's your favourite part of... One, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh.
1: You know, I heard it. that reminds me of a good dad joke.
0: Two, ah, uh, ah, uh, ah,
1: uh, ah. Uh. Someone asked me what my favourite vampire was, or who my vamp- favourite vampire was. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, oh, I think he's on Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. And they and they said, oh, I don't think that counts. And I said, I assure you, he does. <laughs> I love that
0: joke. <laughs> Very quickly, who's your favorite Muppet? I don't like the Muppets. No, the Muppet likes Sesame Street. All the, all the Jim Henson creations. Come on. Uh, Come Dark on. Crystal. Oh, the Sketsky? Yes. Man, Nightmare Fuel. Not Nightmare to, Fuel. Did you watch the modern one? No. Oh man, they are even more terrifying. That's, yeah, that's it's, gross. Uh, you should watch it though, The Age of hey, Resistance. You. Yeah, hundred percent. It's really slow and drawn out, but it feels like those old eighties type films. You know when they, it just the plot lumbers on and it's really atmospheric and like heavy. Yes. It's like that, but for thirteen episodes. Oh. And Jim Henson's son uh, made some of the puppets. Oh no way! That's, that's cool. It, I believe did Jim Henson do Labyrinth? Uh, yeah, it, his workshop did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Labyrinth also very good. Also, David Bowie's uh, codpiece was 100% part of the movie. Uh, a res controller. Best part
1: of the movie. <laughs> best part of the movie. Uh, and so,
0: who, who's, who's your favourite uh, uh, Muppet?
2: Oscar the Grouch, because he lives in my trash, and so do I.
0: <laughs> I'm there for that. That is a very, very good answer. But <laughs> the correct answer, and the Dino faithful will know what I mean when I say, Here's the beauty, 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 more you know
1: my favourite part about this?
0: <laughs> Chuck a
1: hat on Ben, he looks exactly like the Swedish chef. He
0: does. <laughs> he really does. That's your thumbnail right there. Cancel it anytime, time, mental.